Welcome to The Conscious Matchmaker. I'm your host, Sophie Singer, founder of Sophie Love, alongside Elizabeth Foster, lead executive matchmaker and conscious dating coach. Whether you're single or looking to enhance your relationship journey, let us support you in creating meaningful connections. Get ready for heart-to-heart conversations, expert insights, and a dose of compassionate wisdom. This is The Conscious Matchmaker. Let the journey to love begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Conscious Matchmaker. I'm Sophie Singer, and I'm here with Elizabeth Foster. Hi, Liz. Hi, everyone. So happy to be here again. (laughs) Happy rainy day today in Southern California. Okay, so uh, today we're going to talk about the third pillar of authentic relating, which is reveal your experience. And before we get into it, I would like to mention that we are officially going to announce in the next couple of days our course that we are so excited to launch. It is called Closer to You, The Art of Conscious Dating. And so if anything that we've been talking about on this podcast resonates, lands, tracks, if there's an interest to learn more about this practice of authentic relating and especially how it maps onto dating, although it maps onto all all of life, if there's any aliveness or interest around that, stay tuned. The links will be posted in our on our Instagram at Matchmaker Sophie in the bio. It'll be on our website at sophie.love, S-O-P-H-Y dot love. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna run the course starting on February 29th. It's gonna be four weeks long, once a week, Thursday nights, live on Zoom. It will be taught by Ryle Castano and myself. Ryle is the co-founder of the largest authentic relating company, training company in the world, Art International. He wrote the book, Authentic Relating, A Guide to Rich, Meaningful, Nourishing Relationships. I met Ryle through taking his dating course at Art International a while back. Um, and it was really what sparked this excitement and aliveness about bringing this into the dating space. Him and I are facilitating this together. It's an amazing opportunity to really immerse yourself in the practices of authentic relating and practice them live with other people over Zoom. We do breakout rooms. It's super nourishing. I'm very excited. So anyway, just plugging the course because it really does tie in directly to what we're talking about here on every episode and what we do and how we live and what what we do with our clients and really like how we feel that we're able to change their experience in connecting and dating. So let's jump on and talk about revealing your experience. So Liz, when I say to you, reveal your experience, what comes up for you? Oh, uh, that is a little scary. <laughs> it's usually mm. the first thing 
comes up for me is, um, you know, there's this vulnerability of being fully honest and um, sharing what is happening in the present moment with someone else, even, you know, now on this podcast with you, with somebody who I work very closely with and, um, you know, and we're always vulnerable with each other, but, you know, there's, there's a little bit of, um, timidness to, to show up in that way. And, you know, when I think about doing that in dating, there there's kind of this like glossy front that is a lot easier to well easier to kind of present to Mm -hmm. another person that we haven't met before that I haven't met before you know kind Mm. of this is who I am this is what I'm about these are my family my this is what I do for work this is what I do for fun you know all of those kind of um, facts about me which isn't really revealing who I am or what I'm experiencing in that moment. So, yeah. 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 So it's funny because you put the quotes, no one can see us, but you put the air quotes around. It's easier um, because it it feels easier to have conversations that are very much what we're just programmed to have, right? And we'll talk Mm -hmm. more about this later, the levels of three levels of conversation. Level one being the facts, just fact exchange. And level two being feelings about fact. Oh, I I travel a lot. I like to travel. Here's where, you know, and these are things yeah. that live in the future, what you're looking forward to, and in the past, what you've enjoyed. And you can get a lot of information about someone that way. But like you said, um, it seems easier to stay in those levels of conversation um, mm-hmm. than to drop into what we call level three, the relational level of what is happening currently in the moment, in the experience between you and another person in that present moment. And that's reveal your experience. Um, Mm -hmm. And it seems hard because we aren't used to doing it and it's vulnerable and it's scary. But then when we stop and really understand and realize how much energy, emotional energy we use to withhold our thoughts Mm. and our feelings and our current experience to manage what's happening in our heads and in our bodies while we're interacting, that's actually really hard. And that is Mm -hmm. part of what makes dating in this way. When you're not revealing, it makes, that's what takes its toll is showing up and being what we call on. So when you're on, you're on as your glossy ambassador version of yourself and you're not revealing your experience. Mm -hmm. And although that seems easier in the moment because we're used to it and it's more like an autopilot, it's actually really much harder to do. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes dating so draining when you're going Mm -hmm. on lots and lots of dates, right? And, yeah. and just continuing to have this kind of mask on and managing everything else that's kind of going on internally, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're spot on with that. I feel like that protective mask is, you know, can seem like the easy way out, but it is really tough to maintain throughout, you know, the course of dating and any kind of relationship, you know, eventually it's going to have to come down. So It's, it's, yeah, it's tiring. When people say to me, I'm tired, I hear it all the time. 
um, when I talk to clients, matches, members, people who are looking to become clients, I ask them like how, you know, they'll be like, oh, I've been online dating for six years on and off. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how does it feel to have been doing this? Just, they're like, I'm so tired, Mm -hmm. exhausted because it's exhausting to manage the facade, the mask, everything. Um, as you learn to reveal, it's actually become so much more, so much easier, so much more nourishing. And then Mm -hmm. you aren't as reluctant to go on the dates, right? So I wanted to look at what Ryle um, says about what reveal your experience actually is too. We've touched on it a little bit, but in his book, um, as you mentioned, authentic relating a guide to rich and rich, meaningful, nourishing relationships. He describes reveal your experience as uh, revealing ourselves in a way of, is a way of being seen and known for who we are. It's a willingness to come out of hiding to take the mask off, to let the guard down and be vulnerable and available for human connection. In practice, hide nothing, be vulnerable, invite others into your world, make the implicit, the unspoken, unexpressed, undeclared, unstated, unacknowledged, make it explicit, stated clearly and in detail, leaving no room for confusion or doubt, Make the unconscious conscious and let yourself be seen or known, which, of course, the outcome of that is more trust, more intimacy, and more connection. So what does that look like in dating, Sophie? Yeah, thanks for reading that. I love that passage from his book. And yeah, he does a really beautiful job of explaining these practices uh, very clearly, the practice itself and the outcome of it. So God, this shows up on so many levels. There's so many things, so much to unpack about Reveal Your Experience. (laughs) First of all, you know, it's such a challenge because when people are on dates, the stakes feel high. There are so many subconscious, like you said, make the unconscious conscious. I mean, I mean, that's also my favorite, just sorry, I'm going to segue. My favorite Carl Jung quote, one of my favorite quotes of all time is the Carl Jung quote, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life and you will call Mm -hmm. it fate. Mm. And that is the truth. Yeah. I will just tell you firsthand, that is the truth. There's so much running underneath the hood for us because of how we grew up, all of us, everyone. And, you know, as we were, you know, developmentally growing up as children, oftentimes, and our caregivers, you know, would say, calm down, it's okay, you're all right. Oftentimes, children, um, when they express they're real, they're revealing their experience, they're freaking out, they're crying, they're screaming, whatever. Oftentimes they are told, and we were all told, and no one knew any better really, that that wasn't okay. Go in a timeout until you're normal, you know, those Mm -hmm. kind of things. And Mm -hmm. so what that does, I mean, a child's main goal, a young child's main goal, um, one of their main kind of safety nets is maintaining connection with their caregiver. And so they learn and we learned, I learned, you learned, we all learned at a very young age that suppressing 
and not revealing our authentic experience and emotion, whatever it is, as big as it might be, is not okay. Suppressing it, you need to suppress it in order to be accepted and normal and connected to these people who take care of us. And so that gets baked in very young and it just runs you know, it, it runs in your system. And so it shows up very much so in this space of connecting as an adult. And especially when you're on a date, you know, you want to be accepted. You don't want to be rejected. And so there is this feeling of, I don't want to be too much. I don't, you know, you might be having an emotional experience on a date. And I mean, geez, I don't know how many times I've heard I don't want to start crying on the first date or, you know, there's this like, there's this false notion that people are looking for someone who's chill, Mm. easygoing, laid back, you know, and it's this like, again, that puts up the facade. It puts up the mask of like, oh, here's my first, the first date version of myself, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm the ambassador. Mm -hmm. And so, and so, yeah, it stifles so much of us and who we are and, what we're experiencing in a given moment. What I love about revealing, you know, reveal your experience in the dating space also is that it gives others permission to reveal themselves as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I always feel like whenever someone is able to, or whenever I'm able to reveal my experience, especially if it's a little uncomfortable there's a bit of an exhale on the other end of this connection of whoever I'm interacting with, like, oh gosh, okay. There's like, oh, okay, I don't have to pretend right now. Mm. Like, you know, it's like suddenly you bring a light to, you're shining a light on the messiness of being human. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes the connection happens there, right? Over, over this like, shared struggle or, you know, what resonates. Oh, okay. You're nervous too. Okay. I don't have to pretend like I'm not nervous anymore. You know, it creates permission Mm -hmm. for the other person. So what's beautiful about this practice also is that when you're, when you're practicing, when you're doing it, you're actually giving this gift to other people and then they start to do it. And it's truly healing. Mm. It's like, this is, this is when I start to feel like this can really heal the dating space. Yeah. Which right now feels so transactional, so judgmental, so evaluative. Mm-hmm. People just shopping online for their partners with these data points and yeah. showing up and interviewing each other, right? Mm-hmm. And so another thing I want to say, and I'm going to quote another person that a mentor and teacher of mine within the authentic relating space. I've been taking the authentic leadership program at art and my instructor and teacher, Chris Gray, I heard him say this and it just stuck with me. I heard that I heard him say this on another podcast, but I loved the way he talked about um, authentic relating and, and reveal your experience. He said, the more of myself I'm willing to reveal to you, the more there is to connect to, I become Mm. more connectable. Yes. I feel like on a date, it's like the more of yourself you can reveal and the more of themselves that they will reveal, there's just so much more to connect to Mm -hmm. versus 
again, the facts and the feelings about the facts and all those things, which again, we don't want to ignore, but this is where true connection happens. Again, on this level three, this relational level of, of conversation, which is Mm. what is happening in the present moment right now. It's, it's truly the antidote to dating boredom. It's like, it's always new. This moment has never happened between you and another person. Mm-hmm. Liz, this moment between you yeah. and I has never, never happened before. And so to me, that really beats having to talk about my favorite trip or my family for the 50th time in right. the last six months, right? <laughs> Liz, I want to ask you to share if any kind of story comes up for you, just dating scenario, uh, when it comes to reveal, reveal your experience with, you know, the work that we do with our clients, we do so many feed, we do feedback calls after every single date. Mm -hmm. And we also continue coaching and hearing from them as they start to date someone as well. So we see this come up a lot. Can you share? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things that comes to mind about revealing your experience is how how often it can come up in those early stages of dating where, you know, even with somebody that uh, you're having, you're getting along well with, you know, dates are going well, you're communicating consistently and, you know, it seems like um, there's a good connection, but then maybe they don't text you back in a day or, you know, you don't hear from them. They haven't planned the next date or, you know, you're starting to wonder what's going on. Like something has shifted here. There's been like an energetic Mm. shift or communication shift, which of course, you know, I've, I've experienced this. So many clients, you know, I can't think of a person who's dating who hasn't experienced the anxiety of not knowing what's happening next, you know, and where do we stand? What are we doing here? You know? Mm. So, you know, we have clients who actually, you know, as you know, like really put this into practice and in asking, Hey, I noticed I haven't heard from you and I'd really like to see you again. I'm wondering, you know, has something changed or, you know, just wondering what's going on here, which, you know, that, that aspect of, of showing up and allowing themselves to say, Hey, I noticed that there's been a shift here. I'm wondering, you know, noticing maybe there's some assumptions that come up with that, but I'm wondering, Mm -hmm. has something changed? You know, are you busy or, you know, I'm just wondering what's going on here. And they'll give the other person the opportunity, as you mentioned, to reveal themselves, you know, and, and reveal maybe they've been really busy with work and, you know, it's been overwhelming. So they've taken a little step back or, you know, we, we just have no idea what's going on until we give ourselves the opportunity to be honest and ask and show up and, allow them to respond in kind. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, that's where that connection happens. You know, that's where being able to open up to a different level of connection of I'm holding space for you for whatever it is that you're showing up to tell me is mm-hmm. happening. Maybe they notice a shift as well. Maybe they felt yeah. the shift and they were reacting to what they thought was a shift, right? Making the implicit explicit, right? Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, the texting thing just comes up so often, especially early on. And I've watched clients of mine actually put this into action. Mm-hmm. And they'll set, like, 
you know, if anybody's listening here and they want to try this, they want to be bold and courageous and they start dating someone and they notice, oh, they went from check texting me, you know, every day, every other day. Oh, it's been two days. I haven't heard from them or it started to space out or whatever. You can always try initially also by setting the context. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm really, I'm, I'm trying to be more conscious of my own assumptions, my own emotions, and really reveal what's going on for me with mm-hmm. everyone in my life. And so it's just a practice that I'm really trying to do more of. And so in in service of that, or you know, in light of that, I'm going to reveal to you, and again, I might be in my own head about this. You could just be really honest. Like it's a li- it's actually kind of uncomfortable for me to actually ask you this, but reveal this, but I noticed a shift um, in our communication. Again, it could be something I'm just, it, it's in, only in my head, but I noticed a shift and I'm wondering X, Y, Z, whatever the question is, right? Mm. I'm wondering if something's changed or maybe we're still on the same page or whatever it is. Yeah, I prefer to have these conversations over the phone with like that people have these conversations over the phone or over FaceTime or in person. But I also, I've seen it over text and it Mm -hmm. totally works and it opens up this whole other level of connection, understanding, conversation. And in the end, it's like, this, this is who you are. This is, these are your needs, right? Mm -hmm. These are your needs. I need consistent communication and I need reassurance. Mm-hmm. And it gives that person, and not only does it name the need, but it gives the other person an opportunity to meet you there. Maybe they didn't even know, oh, okay, totally. I'll totally check in once a day or whatever it is. Yeah, You, you won't know if someone can meet your needs if you don't give them the opportunity to step up and meet you there or meet you halfway mm-hmm. there. You know, yeah. so revealing your experience really does really just, again, it, it it paves the way for what that relationship and the communication between the relationship is going to be like. It's like a mm-hmm. the hologram. How you show up yeah. in one situation is how you're going to keep showing up over and over, right? Mm-hmm. I would even say, too, that doing doing this practice is more protective than giving, you know, than trying to maintain that glossy front throughout a relationship, you know, Mm -hmm. when you tune into what your needs are and what your experiences with that person and give yourself the opportunity to present that to the person you're in connection with, you are actually providing for your needs and allowing them the opportunity to support you in that, which is much more protective than, you know, sitting back and, wondering or getting upset and because they're not meeting a need that you didn't state to them. So. Yeah. And it's going to, the thing is, I always tell people, this is going to come out later anyway, who you really are and what your experience is like. There's, you can't keep it under wraps. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to happen. So yeah. So you might as well just like, welcome the things, welcome mm-hmm. those parts of you, reveal them, notice them, welcome them, reveal them. 
Mm-hmm. And and then you'll know whether the person that you are meeting and getting to know and connecting with is 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 aligned, is able to meet you where you need to be met at this point in your life. And honestly, you'll probably be pleasantly surprised to know that people do want to meet you where you're at or where you need mm-hmm. to be. And they have they they're probably having some very similar experiences as well. And you'll get to learn about those because again, you've given them permission now. Well, Liz, I'm glad I loved this conversation. I want to start closing out our episodes with quotes that I like. It's just an idea. I'm, I'm going to reveal that. my experience that I don't know if it's a good idea or a bad idea. <laughs> I just, we're, we're, we're creating this as as we're, we're we're actually this is it this is the quote fall in love with the unfolding so i you know i'm just revealing that this is a work in progress and it's vulnerable for me mm-hmm. to be having these conversations recording them and putting them out into the world but it's also very exciting and um, feels really good and nourishing. So thank you for being here and mm-hmm. sharing in this with me, Liz. Happy to. Um, so today I'll close out with a quote by Corey Mascara. He is a psychologist and professor. Actually, I think more of a professor, speaker, former monk. He's amazing. I love all of his work and all of his content. I'm always inspired. I also get his text teachings sent into my inbox. They're free. You can sign up for them. It's completely free. They come like three times a week or something, just Mm -hmm. a text message with a little teaching. So this one is one that popped up um, about two weeks ago. No moment will be the beginning of permanent happiness, yet we strive for the future as if it will. Live your life now. Fall in love with the unfolding. Thank you, Liz. I'm excited to come back next week. Our next episode will be covering the fourth practice of authentic relating, which is own your experience. And I'm really excited because two more episodes down, we're going to be speaking with Ryle Castano himself. Yeah, I'm really excited for what's to come. Anyways, have a great day, evening, week, month, life, everyone. See you soon. See you next time. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Conscious Matchmaker. We hope you enjoyed diving into the world of conscious dating and relationship skills with me, Sophie Singer, and Elizabeth Foster. If you're on a journey to find love or strengthen your connections, remember to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode filled with heart-to-heart conversations and expert insights. Connect with us on Instagram, at Matchmaker Sophie for daily inspiration and updates. Visit our website at www.sophie.love for exclusive content and check out our blog for even more wisdom on the art of conscious dating and connection. Dating and relationships are a vehicle to your healing and growth. Remember, love is a journey and we're here to support you every step of the way. Subscribe, follow us, And let's continue on this path together. Until next time, this is the Conscious Matchmaker. Sending love your way 